join the nation. Racing Nation with James O'Shea. And joining me next on the program, with thanks to Coonout and Fancy Stud to have a look at the big meeting from Eagle Farm from the BRC. It's Nathan Exelby. How are you? I'm well, thanks, James. How are you? Yes, very well. Well, the winning role continued for your followers, Comrade Rosa. Nice result in the lucky last. Yeah, something there. So she she was pretty good, wasn't she? And she was well found in the end. She sort of firmed up from those double figures to start a world back seven dollar pop. So um, she's a real talent, and we know she can get fourteen hundred metres as well. So it'll be interesting to see uh, which stakes race Tony picks out for her next run. Mm, but as you mentioned last week, an outstanding record for him in that race. But um, he's got a few good chances going around this weekend as well. Mm, so 20. let's see if we can. Yeah, sorry. Twenty of them. Mm. <laughs> Plenty, all right. So, uh, well, let's have a look, see if we can find a few winners on the program. We'll have a look at the quaddy legs, as we always do. This week we're on six, seven, eight, nine again. We kick off with the new turf spear, cheap handicap, 1500 metres at listed level. Yeah, tough. Um, got military expert who, you know, based on what military expert was doing last spring, where he was. Telling up, you know, handy horses at Caulfield and Mooney Valley, and then, you know, less than a length of Gentleman Roy and Group One place behind Tuvalu, he'd be winning this race. So, is he at that same level? This prep, I don't think he is yet. Um, beat on the soft track first up, much improved second time out at Gosford, but I'm not convinced this is any easier than that race. So, yeah, he's there as a favourite, but I think he's potential to be beaten. Good character came up over the odds. Here, James, um, obviously loves Queensland. He was double figures when he got down Big Boy Roy there at Doombin. Um, I don't see any reason why he won't race well again here, so have, have entertained him at the big double figures. Charmy Baby went to the line pretty much untested uh, at her most recent start. We've got the Hind Surf Dancer and BRC Sprint. She's much better suited out to 1,500 metres here, so she's another one at odds I could have. Puntura comes back from New Zealand. This is a horse that was with Barry Baldwin last year, went through the grades here in southeast Queensland. I think he's an interesting runner. We've seen him effective here at Eagle Farm. Al Burke, I could uh, also see Al Burke running a race. And Vinko, who won this race last year, um, he was pretty solid in the BRC sprint. That's leaving out Skyman, Monomek, um, and Brigantine, who... I thought it was disappointing in winning last time. He only fell in. Um, just a super tough race. So summing it all up after rambling on there, you've got to have the favourite in. But I, I think I, I'm having something on the four character. And we'll go four, three, two, nine, six, thirteen. Nine, six, and thirteen. There in the first leg. Yeah, and with history repeat. Vinko winning it last year and Charmy Baby running. Seconds. So yeah. what happened this time around? So twelve months later. What about the Star Morton Cup? It's over twelve hundred metres of group two, a final opportunity for a few horses to seal their place in a Stradbroke. Yeah, it's sort of dropped off the radar as a Stradbroke um form guide this one. And it used to be positions that it was and obviously got the reputation as a hoodoo, but it's come up to be a solid race this year. I think far too easy in Clemens are probably under the odds here. You've got Baller chasing a third win in the race on end, but I'm not sure he's gone well enough last time. So I think it shapes a two-horse race. Prince of Boom and Quantico. Um, Prince of Boom, for my, has the better rating going into it. It's just whether or not he can continue to hold his form through a deep prep. Or no, he's, he's lethal early in his preps, and that's what we saw this time around. Um, 10,000, he was uh, you know, not quite up to them. He still run okay. 
I think he gets a lovely map here on speed. He leads and hard to run down. So I'll go Prince of Boom to beat Quantico, who's the one that will be really hitting and hitting a line hard. And that trims up at second league after going wide in the first. We go to the eighth on the card, the Channel 7 Queensland Oaks, 2200 metres, Group 1 for the three-year-old Phillies. And, of course, uh, the sensational news of Fireburn, which would have started favourite, being scratched. So um, we take the favourite out. That opens it right up. Yeah, it's a real disappointment for the race uh, that she comes out. You know, the, the story that went with Fireburn being the Golden Slipper winner, etc. Um, I was going to be prepared to take her on here. Um, I, I think Renaissance Woman is a good thing. Um, she was very good, I thought, in the bracelet. And while Fireburn had the better zip uh, out of the pair in the roses, she was still solid on the line. It goes from 2,000 metres to doom to 2,200 metres here. There's precedence for horses winning that bracelet, getting rolled in the roses, and then winning this, most notably Tinto, and also winning Ways, the same thing. Uh, she draws well. I think she's just had the right preparation for this Renaissance woman, so I'm keen on her. A fair Asweave is the logical danger. She was pretty good winning the Australasian Oaks, and we saw that form tie in through Presenia March, who was beating similar margins in both that race and the Roses, so she's obviously right there. I think one of the two wins um, of the others, you know, Chevelle Dior is a little bit of a left field one. And also, Sakura Girl, she led them up in the roses and set it up for to be a run-on race. I suspect she'll be better this time, but you know, she's got a cross from 21. She'll, she'll be rolling along as well. So they're the two I'd have in the multiples, but I think three's a special, and if there's a danger, it's the two. Let's go to the lucky last, race nine. It is the Queensland Day Stakes, 1,200 metres at listed level. Mm. Uh, I think if Red Card runs 1,200 metres, she wins. She was awesome at Scone. Um, just put them to the sword on that occasion. Uh, she's obviously come back pretty well. That rating stands out for me here. So I'm pretty comfortable having Red Card on top. Written in code number 18 is the one that chased her home in that race, and she she definitely will relish getting to 1,200 metres, so I've made her the danger. Um, you know, Lady Lagoon is going well, but she's getting dealt these horror draws. And Golden Boom for mine... You know, I, I, he fell in there at uh, 1110 at Doom, and I think he's going to be a risk at the end of 1200 here. So uh, I'm with the Phillies here. Red card to be written in code. All right, that rounds out. Uh, quite early. What's the best bet on the program? We'll go really early here. I think Azula, race one, number nine. Um, you know, you, a bit of guessing as to which horse, which of these two-year-olds is going to improve more than others, but I think she just looks the right horse for this race. She'll cross over from the from the 12 Alley set up right on speed and I thought she was strong winning there in the Kenso in Sydney. Uh, figures stack up to these. Uh, I think the others need to take a step forward to, to beat her and there's no reason she's not going to take another step forward herself. So Stable's got the horses flying here in Queensland. I think they can land another another race here with Azula. Race, race one. Number nine. Number nine. Yeah. Best day trail, best value bet on the program? Yeah, look... I think Lady of Luxury's reasonably priced race three, number nine, at seven dollars fifty or so. Her first up run, even though it was ninth, was a lot better than it looks on paper. She was just out the back, and there's absolutely no hope at all there. She was strong through the line. She's well graded in this benchmark eighty-five. Just needs a touch of luck from the draw, but um, uh, I think she races well, Lady of Luxury.
a lady of luxury, so we make it the best each way on the card. Now, Stradbrokes next week, last weekend, you were speaking about Converge. Mm. Did you jump off after last weekend? I don't think so. Obviously, mm. think about it, it's hard to beat. Meets him better at the weight, so I'm just hoping that Converge is the one better suited at 1,400, which I think he is. He was really good in that Kingsford Smith Cup. He just didn't have a lot of room, but through the line, he was terrific. I think that's the right form line. I think it's better than the BRC sprint. I think it's better than the three-year-olds. Um, I think they'll run one, two again in the Stradbroke, and hopefully it's the other way around. Mm, well, hopefully. I think we had one listener actually that texted the page that after listening to you last week, they got on Converge last week, so they're pretty happy with themselves. <laughs> I don't know what price it was last week, but I'm sure it's shorter now anyway. It so, began with yeah. a two last week, so um, he's in the oh. single fingers now. So um, I, I think he's on song, but you know the, the other one might be a little bit special too. He's only been beaten once. And you know, he stepped from a listed race to Group One weight for age and put them away. So he's very, very good. Think about it. So, but um, I'm happy to be in a position where I can save on him. Wait, cheer the result for Converge. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's all next week. We've got a big meeting this weekend, of course, with the Oaks. Nathan, as always, thanks for joining us on the program. Appreciate your time, and hopefully, we help the punters find a few winners. Cheers, mate. Toowoomba, Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne. This is Racing Nation.